You are now listening to the Dream Loud Podcast. Join us as we explore the significance of following your dreams. We hope you'll enjoy the ride. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Loud Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Benjamin Hall, here with my co-host, Dan Shifo. Yo, what's going on, everyone? I, I like the uh, I, I like the, the intro. The, the announcer voice? Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good. Like I WWF that. announcer voice? Yeah, I'll take it. It's all good. <laughs> one of those things. Um, no, just a, another one. Uh, you know, just excited to be back back for another one. Um, love the podcast we did last week with Jeremy. I, mm-hmm. I always say the ones we do with our guests are our favorite, or my favorite, you know, just I snuck that one on Jeremy. Is that <laughs> yeah, he didn't even know we were doing one until he didn't even know we were doing one less than 24 hours before. I said, "Oh, by the way, my friend Dan's coming over, and we'll do a podcast." It's hey, cool. guess what? The, <laughs> this meeting, you thought no, no, he was great. That's he how I've got all of our best guests on the show. Is sure. sneak well, attack podcast? One of my favorite episodes, <laughs> the the one with. Lacey and Josh and Erica and Tom. Yeah. You brought your equipment over. I did. So it's all (laughs) members of my band. And, and, uh, so our drummer and his wife had moved to Virginia. Right. And so we don't see each other that much anymore. And, and it was over Christmas break. They all came together. And so I took all my gear over and I was like, well, Hey guys, I just happened on my gear here. You did, so. that, to, you did that to Josh too. I did that to Josh Whenever, too. Yeah. yeah the, and that was the one about after he got off tour with Shinedown. Yeah. And, yeah. that, and that was another favorite of mine. All, all like all the ones with the guests, but, um, all of those, I, 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 Sometimes it's just easier to like just set up the gear and say we're doing this than sure. to like get people to agree to it. So, wow. anyways, that leads us. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that leads us into our episode for today. So we're interviewing a couple guests. We, we planned this one out. We did plan we this one. This yeah, one out. This one we didn't wasn't. sneak attack you guys. No, on this one. No, no. You gave me a good. At least six hours. Maybe a, yeah. yeah, maybe a little bit yeah. more. Yeah, um, I mean, you don't need any more than that, do you? Who needs notice? <laughs> no, it's um, uh, Jeff Cheselwitz and his wife Michelle. Um, yeah. Well, first off, thank you. I was gonna, I was gonna give you a little bit of an intro, but first off, thank you so much for for coming on and agreeing to tell your story. Yeah, really, we're really excited. <laughs> yeah, super excited. No, awesome. I guess to give you a little bit of a backstory, um, I, I essentially grew up with Jeff, you know, years and years and, and years ago, uh, about five years ago. No, um, it was years ago where um, I, I knew your dad and we played baseball together. Um, and did you ever play soccer too? Was it soccer too? No, I was the guy I know who always Scouts wanted too. to play soccer, but I was too fat and slow. Right. Hey, hey, I just never, I, me too. The problem with soccer is it's just a lot of running. Oddly amount of running. What, did you, yeah. what yeah. did you say? The punishment of the punishment for other sports is running, but soccer you're supposed to run. Exactly. Is that yeah. How, yeah. I like baseball because you just stand there. Yeah. yeah. No, well, it's, it's, it's the, the only professional it's the only professional sport where like half the players are completely out of shape. Yeah. And there's only like <laughs> two there's only two people doing work. Yeah. Because the pitcher's doing, you know, I mean, there's there's a baseball purist listening right now and they're like, yeah, I don't know what you're <laughs> yeah. talking about. Yeah. Now I didn't say it didn't require hey, any skill. Hey, but. Jeff's a baseball purist too. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, but I like to play harder, not harder. Yes. Hey, that's exactly. Right. Path of least resistance, man. No, I got you. That, so so we have all our bases covered. Um, I played soccer up in twice. There's no bases in soccer. No, I was. I'm still thinking of baseball. Um, but no, we we grew up. Um, you know, Jeff was in scouts too as well, and uh, baseball, and um, you know, just knew your your dad was very involved and in everything. Um, and and I I think your story is awesome. You know, just kind of I guess kind of um, went estranged a little bit, um, which happens. You know, but. Um, you know, just kind of following along through social media and things of that nature. Uh, we reconnected at the bank. Uh, you had a job at the bank where my wife and I came in. And I was like, hey, it's Jeff. Like, it, you know, like it, it was cool. Um, kind of reconnected what a, there. What an interesting place to reconnect. We reconnected at the bank and yeah. I'm like, was, hey, I need some money, Jeff. That's how it happened. <laughs> uh, exactly. No. Um, but yeah, just kind of reconnected there. And um, your dad is, um, is he, he's a deacon now, correct? He is, yes. He's yeah. And I... Um, I remember I heard his, you know, his sermon one time and really enjoyed it. He was great. You know, hi, Mr. Cheselwitz. Uh, if hi, he's Dad. listening. Hi, yeah. Um, but it was great. And I remember I messaged you. I was like, hey, I heard, heard your dad's sermon. It was awesome this week. And um, he was totally touched by that, too. I, I told 
It was great. Yeah. Well, I, I wanted to make it a point to, um, I don't know. I'm just a big fan of like, if you, if you see something like point it out, you know what I'm saying? So I, I made it a point to, um, come up to him after mass and just say how much I enjoyed it and say, say hello. And, you know, I don't know, you, you want to, you want to hear that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. I, I think as a, especially as a public speaker, yeah. you know, whether it's, um, Criticized, you hear the criticism a sure. lot, but you don't always hear the praise. So it's always nice when someone comes up to you and appreciates the hard work that you appreciate doing. everything. I mean, that's it. if I want to if I want to yeah. say something out in the but you know what I'm saying. Like if you hear something, appreciate you know. Like so, I I just made it a point. Like I I hadn't seen him in a while. I just had reconnected with you fairly recently at that point, and um, I enjoyed a sermon, you know, and and um, I was like, hey, you know, I was like, hey, you did a great job. It's good. It's good to see you. Good to catch up again. And it was, yeah. So it was, it was cool, you know. It was, and I, can I tell you, it always makes his day when um, he sees friends that I had growing up that he recognizes. Sure. And when he reconnects, it's almost like we reconnect together. You sure, know? sure. He, he, Absolutely. He lives vicariously through me. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's probably the case. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's, uh, you always, always, yeah, no, it was, it was cool. It was great. And then just through following you, um, the various social media, I, I saw the works that you were doing and, and it's awesome. And, and I know we're going to get into a lot of it. Um, I think it's a, I just think it's a great story and I think it's a great story. Um, it's a great story of hope for anyone who might need it. You know, I, I don't know if, it, and we can get all into it, but, but at the same time, like just your, first off, I appreciate you, you know, coming and coming on and, 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 you know, telling your story. And I, I just think it's, it's an incredible inspiration. And, um, I think it's a great story of hope. And, and I think that, you know, I think it can really help a lot of people out there. Yeah, I hope so. And I know for me, I mean, I, I love talking about it. It's, um, something I'm very passionate about. Sure. Not only the experience, but the path that this experience is taking my life. Um, and I'm happy to be sitting here with my wife, Michelle, um, Isn't because that how it always works? That's, you know, you're sitting here with your wife, but like, it's all you know. Like, you can't. I mean, you can't do it alone, right? You know what I'm saying? I mean, and that's, that's exactly right. I, you know, it sounds cheesy, but it's true. <laughs> yeah, know? I hate saying it, but um, we don't do anything really alone. Sure. And um, this decision was not made by me coming home and and saying, "Hey, Michelle." <laughs> This is happening. Uh, my my wife. We're going on it a podcast. Kind of was. <laughs> <laughs> One thing you need to know about Michelle: she's not a submissive wife. Right. She's a strong, independent sure, sure. woman. Yeah. And, no, I, f- um, I feel like my wife's the same way. So yeah. for her to agree to to this, and like like you said, we're going to get into this story. But Absolutely. For her to agree to allow me to do this, um, something special for sure. sure. Yeah, but I think at the same time, like I. we'll get into it, but like you have a great story, but I don't think that your story, and and I know I can relate with that too. And covering the Steelers and the Penguins, um, you can't for what you guys did. And definitely with what we do, like you can't do it. If you were to fly this solo, like you, you can't do it without that support. I mean, I can't go, I can't go to training camp or have, or be away for 10 hours on a Sunday without my wife being, you know, if, if she would have an issue with it, I'd leave my job. I, you know, I mean, that's just that, you know, I'd, I'd find, I mean, it's, you need that support if that, you know, I don't know. It's just kind of where I'm at. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's a, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes sure. um, that Michelle has to deal with Yeah, and that yeah. I kind of throw on her Yeah, um, and she lets me know when she's not happy about that. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, um, right. That's... You know, she takes it like a champ and she um, presses on to make sure that um, I'm held together, that our family's held together. Sure. Um, and that's why it's so important that she be here sitting next to me. Now, you are the head chef at the Need Community Cafe. Uh, the Need Community Cafe, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, it's, a, it's a pay-what-you-can restaurant in New Kensington. Um, I don't know if you're, if, if anyone who's not familiar with Pittsburgh, um, New Kensington, um, maybe about 45 minutes away from, from Pittsburgh. Around exactly there. 45 minutes. Is it exactly 45? Yeah. Cause I used to work drive Uber. So you would know. Well, lower Borough, lower Borough is where yeah, I was. Sure. Yeah. Which is um, essentially same thing. But the head chef at the new community cafe, um, we'll absolutely get into that because that's a great story in itself. Um, also the owner of the Renton Woodworks, you do woodworking. Um, I've seen your work. It looks awesome. Thank you. Um, you know, and, and, but you've all, you've said before, I've seen you say before you have your head chef, the knee community cafe, the owner of the rent and woodwork. Um, you have these jobs, but I've seen you say before that your only jobs to love. Can you kind of get into that? Yeah. It's one bit? of my, one of my favorite sayings actually. Um, 
I feel like <laughs> where, wherever I'm wherever I'm called, whether it's to you know work on a piece of furniture through our, our woodworking, right. whether it's to cook someone a meal. Um, at the end of the day, you know I don't I don't work for these tangible tangible things. I work sure. uh, for my salvation and the riches that I build up in heaven with God. And in order to do that, I feel that I'm called to just love love on everybody. And you know it's something I take with me to the cafe. Um, whether they're working alongside of me or if I'm feeding them or if they come in and, and, you know, we get the drug addicts and the homeless and, um, some people that, um, have less than happy dispositions. Sure. Yeah. Um, might not be as, you know, yeah. Right. But cheerful or yeah, whatever the case, you know, my, my job is not to judge. My job is just to love. Sure. And that's, that's what I try to do. Any thoughts on his job? Just the only one to be to love. Um, I mean, his job changed him a lot. Uh, before we both did this, he, he uh, wasn't the same person he is now. So I've watched him grow a lot over the past year. Right. And, you know, some of it, like you said, is really hard. He works a lot of hours doing it. But at the end of the day, I mean, I hear some of his stories and I'm proud of him for doing it. Now, you, you kind of alluded to it. You said he isn't the same person that he was before. Um, he used to work in the banking industry, uh, which is where we reconnected, um, which was awesome. It was, you know, it was like, hey, it's Jeff, you know. So, um, but you also took a life-changing mission trip to Peru. Um, and you, you came home, I guess you came home, you quit your job. You said you were called to, to help feed the hungry in, in the local communities. Um, can you kind of take me through just that? And, and I, it, was that, how many mission trips was that for you? You said. So that, when, when I felt God's call, it was my first ever. Was that your trip. first one? Yeah. yeah. I guess, can you take me through just the, the life changing revelation just to go through and just to, to have this urge to quit your job after the mission trip? Yeah. So like you said, I, I worked at the bank. That's where we sure. connected. I was, um, what I consider dead inside is yeah, how yeah. I describe myself then. Sure. Um, it really does feel like it, that's an, that was the old me. Yeah, that, was yeah. all, that was a life ago that was different. Hmm. Um, that I was dead inside. I, I actually had a hatred for people. Yeah. Um, I was actually good at my job. Um, made good money. You were very I had reached good. Yeah. The, the apex. And I, honestly, I, I think I owe you an apology oh, no, because good. I don't <laughs> think you got a, I don't think you got the best of me at that, at that job at the bank. No, I think good. I could have worked harder for you, mm. but did you not get um, the best APR. <laughs> that, that was it. <laughs> yeah. The rates were, our rate could have been a little bit lower. Yeah. But no, <laughs> I digress. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, my heart wasn't there. Sure. You know, I was there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but my heart wasn't into it. I, I really had a, a dislike for people. I was burnout. I was restless. My soul was restless. Yeah. And so um, I got a chance to go on that mission trip to um, Peru, uh, Puente Piedra. Is that how you say it? Puente Piedra, yeah. Okay. Um, it's right outside of Lima with the little lambs of Lima. Mm. Um, yeah, I saw that. I saw, yeah. Yeah. Little lambs of Lima, right? Um, awesome little school outside of Lima. But, um, so I went there and uh, I really went just to get away. I wanted, I, sure. I wanted to get away from my job. I wanted to get away from uh, my wife and my <laughs> was kid. That, was right? that your goal? With that? Just to, just to kind of, I'm going to get away and clear my mind. Yeah. I, just, yeah. I, I got an opportunity. My brother-in-law approached me and said, Hey, they, they need some extra people to go to Peru. And I said, I was going to say like, why, why like a mission trip and not like a trip to Florida, a trip yeah. to the Bahamas, trip to, you know what I'm saying? If like, I go to Florida, if I go to the Bahamas, if I go to Outer Banks, I got to take my family with me. <laughs> If I go on a mission trip to Peru, I'm like, hey, listen, I'm going out nowhere. You don't want to go. You're don't flying solo, man. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm gone. And listen, I got a week that I can sleep in. Mm-hmm. I don't have to go to work. I don't have to be a father. I don't have to be a husband. Sure. I just go. Yeah. Right. I appreciate your honesty here right now. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to hear the follow up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how I'm feeling. She's here. No, <laughs> right. I know. But, but I, I know. I know. Sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. I'm glad she's this right isn't, here. You know, <laughs> glad this isn't revelation. I thought this was turning into Mari for a second. <laughs> yeah, <here. that's laughs> no, no, it's not a revelation. Okay. I, I, he was uh, very clear that he didn't think he was going to get anything out of it. He just wanted to go. Mm. Just wanted to go. Just wanted to get away and um, want to get away. That's yeah, what, Snickers. What, what yeah. is that? What yeah, airline is that? That's Snickers, isn't it? <laughs> that is too, but there's another, there's like an airline too. Anyway, I'll go look ahead. It up. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Keep tangent. Talk, um, talk amongst yourselves. So Ben's uh, figuring it out. <laughs> yeah. Google that, please. Yeah, well. um, so it, it was a week uh, mission trip and I'd say I'm getting the, away. Right. I'm on yeah. a mission. Yeah. Three days in, 
Very stoic. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not going to get anything out of this. No, Southwest Airlines. Southwest Airlines. Thank yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Thank yeah. you. So, Sorry. all right. I'm it, getting away. Not important at all, but, you know, there you go. Well, kind of important for those who are looking for a good airline. <laughs> Want to get away. That's right. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, stoic. Like, I'm not getting anything from this. I'm just going to no. get away and just going to clear my mind. We were, we were building houses. Yeah. And uh, for me, it was just like kind of grunt work where I just went and carried heavy things yeah. and walked a lot and um, kept to myself. And it was just enjoying the peace. Yeah. Um, and then I, I'd say like my fourth day in, um, we had had breakfast and we had some time to kill. Yeah. And I started throughout this trip. I started thinking about what I was doing in life and I was miserable, you know, yeah, at, the, at yeah. the bank. I was just miserable in life. Sure. Um, and, and Michelle could tell you I was probably pretty insufferable at home as at well. Times, yeah. <laughs> um, so I, uh, um, I was really looking for something, yeah. I think. And so um, I had a Bible with me and I went into the local church and I'm kind of sitting in this little church in Peru. And I, I tell God, I'm like, listen, dude, like. Listen, dude. Yeah. And this, this is how <laughs> sure, I talk. Sure. I still talk to God like this, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, but cool. I, I, I talk to God. And I'm just like, listen, like, I, I'm kind of over it. Yeah. You know, and, you know. Like just over your situation, what yeah. you're going through. Yeah. And I had been praying, honestly. I've been yeah. praying to God for about a year to to use me for his kingdom. Mm. And yeah. I, I would just say, Hey, like use me for your kingdom. Tell me what you want me to do and I'll do it. Yeah, just right. tell me like, I'm tired of, of this game, you know? Like, so, yeah. Let me know. Like yeah, give me a billboard, on, give me a neon sign. Right. Help me out. Right. Uh, so I'm, I'm sitting, throw I'm sitting in this church. Throw me a bone. So I'm sitting <laughs> in a church and I, I just tell him, I'm just straight up. Hey, listen, like you tell me what to do and I'll do it. I'm going to open up my Bible and I'm just going to read. Sure. And you're going to tell me what to do through that reading. I was, yeah. I'm like bossing God yeah, around. Right. <laughs> like, like he's like, yeah, all right, dude, I'll, I'll play your game. So <laughs> I sit there and I just whip open my Bible, any old page. And it's a story about Jesus um, telling a story about a farmer who had um, a very successful um, farm. Okay. All right. He had a lot of servants. He had a big barn, big surplus of food, successful farmer for, yeah. for his day. And so he realizes and looks around and says, man, I, I'm doing it. Like I'm, yeah, I'm living, I'm you rolling, know? man. Yeah. But if I extend my farm, I could be really living, you know? So oh, he invests his money into more servants and more farmland and, um, bigger, um, areas to store the food and, and everything. And yeah, so yeah. he completes all this and the money's rolling in, you know, and he, he's more successful and he's looking around and, and he's tap, you know, patting himself on the back. Sure, he's saying, sure. I did it. I did all this. Look, right. this. Look yeah. what I did, you know? And so, um, that night he's sleeping, uh, proud of himself, you know, just full of it. And, sleeping um, on his money bag. That's right. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> like Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, um, Jesus or, uh, God appears to him in a dream and says, you fool. Like yeah. you look what you did. You, you, you built up your farm and that's, that's all great. But like, I'm going to strike you down tonight. Then what good is your farm? Yeah. And, um, that really resonated with me. And so I, I kind of sat back and I, I prayed on that a little bit and yeah, it was yeah. just like, all right, well, <laughs> what, what the heck does that mean? Sure. You know? And so I, I, I heard God almost audibly yeah. say, quit your job and go work for my kingdom. And I'm, I'm like chuckling, you know, I'm like in church chuckling to Have myself. Have you ever heard God audibly at that point? No, but that, never. Yeah. And what was that like? Like, is this really, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause you're like, did I hear that? Yeah. You I know? mean, it wasn't like a movie where I like turn around yeah, real right. quick and think there's someone sitting behind me. Um, you got like the spotlight. It's like James Earl Jones, sure, like sure. sitting in the back. <laughs> you. Um, yeah. What, what was that whole process? Like, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It was just something in my head. Okay. It, it was really weird. It, it It's something it's, I would say, I, I say it's audible. Yeah. But it's more like a, a feeling that overwhelms you. Sure. And you hear it clear as day. And, and so he says, Quit your job and, and go work for my kingdom is what he said. And I'm thinking, you're, you're crazy. Yeah, you yeah. know, like I got a family to feed. Yeah. I'd worked hard at the bank to get to where I was. Sure. Um, we were driving the cars we wanted. We were. Sure. I just quit my job. Michelle Jeez. just quit her job. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. we were doing well, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're living. Yeah. And, um, and so I'm like, I can't so quit that's my another job. another caveat into this too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I can't quit my job. Like we were going on cruises, yeah, we were, yeah. you know, finally getting comfortable, you sure, know? Sure. And, uh, so I was like, yeah, you're crazy. I can't do that. And he's like, I got you quit your job, work for my kingdom. I got you. I'll provide. And I'm like, yeah, I get what you're saying, but that still don't make sense. Like it's not <laughs> yeah. rational. I hear you right now. Right. It's just that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you still, you're not making sense to me. Yeah, you're speaking yeah. Greek. So, um, we had a little bit of time to kill. I was like, man, I'm tired at this point. You know, sure, I'm, sure. I'm going to take a nap. You're pretty worn out. Yeah. Yeah. So I go and I, I lay down for like, it was like a 20 minute nap. 
and um, I wake up and I turn on my phone and um, I've got three new messages from people asking if I can build them wooden furniture oh. for money. <clears throat> and I'm sitting there going, holy cow. Like, yeah, yeah. I went to sleep for 20 minutes. I woke up and I'm you know a couple hundred dollars richer. Yeah, right. Sure. You know, and I'm like, wow, that's God telling me, hey, idiot, I'm yeah. going to provide. I sure, told you sure. I provide. You yeah. know, I got to slap you in the face with it for you right, to see. Right, right. That's usually what I need. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, give me a big two by four. I need yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Or larger. And sure. Um, so I immediately, I called called Michelle. I'm like, Michelle, I think I think God's telling me to quit my job. How'd you respond to that? <laughs> like, how'd you react to that? I, I, don't, I don't honestly remember how I reacted to it at the yeah. time, but I remember um, talking about it and I really didn't hesitate much except yeah. for the financial side. Uh, I was like, how are we going to do yeah, this? That's, and that's he's a like, big, yeah. yeah, he's like, uh, you know, we'll, we'll just do it. It'll be fine. And sure. you know, so he had that, that in him. And I just that was like, uh, trust. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, we have bills to pay, Sure, <laughs> but I wanted him to be home because I didn't like him working where he was. He was yeah. miserable. And so, you know, I know that I, pretty quickly was like yeah okay yeah i mean and you really i mean the way i i remember it yeah is all those questions you did have but they came later yeah yeah when we when we talked and, and i was home. in peru yeah when i got home and she's yeah. like all right like let's sit down and talk about this sure sure but when i was in peru there was it's like a, talking someone off of the edge of a cliff you know? right yeah, yeah well and just her, come home and we yeah we'll talk <laughs> right yeah like i'll get you in a safe spot then right, we'll right. talk um yeah. but you know i told her hey i think god's trying to tell me to quit my job and she kind of like paused a little bit and there's yeah. like this little bit of like awkward sure. silence are you sure yeah. yeah and then she goes well then you should do it just like that i'm yeah, like yeah well that, that 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 doesn't happen so this must be real <laughs> yeah. like i'm like pinching myself you know hold i'm sure here. it's a dream do you realize what i said like i just said god wants me to quit my job hold on yeah. like yeah right yeah <laughs> do you realize what i yeah so you know eventually I, you know when i did come home um you know those questions did arise and we're sure, like sure. well we're not gonna have income what what are we gonna do um but I'll tell you, the rest of that week after after that, yeah, yeah, I felt this overwhelming peace come over me, um, and uh, I know you and I talked a little bit about achieving that smile or getting that smile right, back. Right. Um, and there's a picture that um, we hang on to, and it's a great um, picture. Yeah, I never really thought much about it until um, Michelle said that um, that's the first time she had seen me smile like that in a long time. Yeah, it was authentic. I, I was feeling that that grace of God that um, we'll posted on the Facebook page for sure. Yeah, it was a just, great picture. It was. I mean, I um, for me that was the moment of turnaround. That was, you know, I remember that picture. I was I was kneeling down in the dirt. Yeah, and I was handing something. We were passing out stuff to to the families, but I, I was CDs. I was, I was <laughs> yeah. Out. yeah, it was. It was CDs. Yeah. It was like Chumbawamba or something like that. This <laughs> is like, America Online. Like you get like oh my god, right. yeah, yeah right. right. Well, that's what it was. Yeah, they don't have CD players, but we were handing out <laughs> sure, coasters sure. to them. Um, yeah, so, hey, everyone needs a coaster, right? Ben's got them. I got See? them. Yeah, <laughs> he does. Yeah. Um, so I, I handed this little girl a, a CD. Yeah, and that, but for whatever reason that gave me the most joy sure was handing just this girl this useless cd that i wouldn't take home <laughs> what was that like just to to take that jump the the feelings the process and and um you know just along the lines of like that and and then but you're like in the moment and i'm sure that that moment's a little different when you get home but you still hung on to it how can you take me just through the the feelings the process of all right i'm gonna quit like we're living pretty comfortably but all right i'm gonna do it you know just the whole process of it yeah, I think the decision, I think the peace that I received after I had already uh, submitted to that sure. decision, that calling that God gave me, um, the peace that I felt after that yeah. was enough to carry me through. Because you're right, when That's I got it, how home. How do you stick to it? Because you're in that moment, you're like, all yeah. right, I'll do whatever you want. But right. then you kind of get out of that moment. And sometimes, it, yeah, how do you stick yeah, to it? Yeah, days later, sure. once I got home and, and the honeymoon... Um, yeah the honeymoon status was over, whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, I think that, that piece that I had, I, I that carried me through because I got yeah. home and then Michelle and I would, would talk seriously. And yeah, it's right. like, all right, well, these are our expenses. I met you in DC that night. Yeah. You did meet me in DC. That's right. Yeah. And were you supposed to meet him in Pittsburgh? No, at well, that point, we made, we made an arrangement to spend a night in DC on his way home. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
but when we get down to the serious talk about finances um, and Michelle's saying, well, how are we going to pay mortgage? How are we going to pay our sure. cars? How are we going to, you know, I mean, we you have we to got, have that conversation. Right. And we yeah. got a toddler and, you know, yeah, she's, definitely. she's got expenses and um, that, that piece. And I, I just remember I kept saying, it'll, it'll be fine. Yeah. We'll be yeah. all right. You know, and she's like, you, you can't just say that. Sure. That doesn't make it fine. And I'm like, yeah. no, 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 really. It's going to be okay because I had this peace in my heart that God said he'll provide. Yeah. And so all I have to do at that moment. That's his word, not yours. Yeah. You know? That's on him. Yeah. You know, I just got to follow him. If he doesn't provide, that's on him. How do you lean on that? Like, how do you lean so hard on that? Um. So because it, it, it's I mean, that's not easy. Yeah. I mean, it, but you have to. I mean, at first it's blind faith and it's sure. nothing more than blind faith. Right. God told me to do this. I've never been so sure. I'm just going to go do it. Yeah. Yeah. And not saying that there weren't doubts during that whole, sure. whole thing. But when we started and then we start seeing God provide. Yeah. And that just fuels the fire even more because How you're like, you, wow, like I'm starting to see it. What, what signs did you see? How's it like, what other signs did well, you see? First, let me say that like, you have to almost let go of what you think providing is Yeah. and what God says providing is so true like the definition of it yeah, yeah. because i mean we certainly missed payments and we certainly <laughs> yeah. did so you know had some mm. issues along the way yeah, we, but we almost lost our house yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, um most people when they say that i, I wouldn't imagine them laughing <laughs> yeah that's so, right i'm no, guessing I it's mean, okay it was, now <laughs> it, was probably, it was probably a month out um thankfully somebody bought it and you know we got from out up from under it yeah. but yeah i mean it was um you know, we were behind on everything, just making, um, you know, whatever payments like we my, could. Sounds like my, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, but, sure. you know, at the same time, like we always had a roof, we always had yeah. food, yeah. we always had water to drink and clothes on our backs. And, you know, um, so we kind of had to let go of like the, well, like this is what providing, providing is. Yeah. yeah. And what his definition of it was. How did That's you- so perfect. I, lo- I love that. I, you're exactly right. Providing means something different, and it changed. Mm-hmm. How did you learn what that definition was, and what your definition? What you know what I'm saying? Like, how did you learn to kind of adjust that? I think when everything crumbled. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you're trying to stay positive, when everything's kind of sinking around yeah, yeah. you, and uh, you're holding on to that to that God's word, you know, and what what He told you, um, you you're forced to kind of find that that silver lining. So when we're behind on car payments yeah. and we're behind on a house. You're like, well, the heat's not shut off yet. <laughs> you, know? Yeah, and, right, uh, right. you know what? We got food on the table for our little girl. Sure, and, sure. Um, we, we always maintain health insurance, which is good. Um, so yeah, that, the important stuff. So that's just how you kind of, how you kind of mm. leaned on, like how you, okay, well, this is still going on. Like the, we might be in this situation, but we're, it's still good here. You know, is that, is that kind of, yeah, is that kind of the mentality that We point? just always knew that we would never be without, like we would always have, if we didn't have our house, somebody would take us or right, right. we would be somewhere. And, you know, so we didn't feel like it was, we talked at one point, like, what do we do? Should one of us go back to work? Yeah. Right. And you have I that mean, conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously there's more later, but, um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was tough. Yeah. And I, you know, it's probably harder for Michelle you yeah. figure at the, at he the makes time, me pay the bills. He doesn't even know what we owe now. <laughs> I have we're no the idea. Yeah. No, we're the same way. <laughs> um, but, uh, I had just come from Peru. Yeah. I mean, I had seen people who truly had nothing. Right. You know, so for me, our quote, nothing. Right. Was really a lot, you know, compared to what I had just experienced in Peru. Definitely. So, you know, I've had this revelation in Peru and I'm seeing all this poverty around me. Yeah. But what I'm seeing most is how happy these people are despite their situation. Sure. And so I realized that their situation really ain't that bad. Yeah, it's yeah. bad compared to my situation because I have everything. Yeah, you know, but their situation where they're at, they're looking at it and they go, you know what? I had a sandwich today. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. I got <laughs> fresh water to drink. Yeah, you know, I was able to bathe today somewhere. Sure, sure. You know, and I got yeah. clothes on my back. Um, you know, they're saying it's a good day. You know, and mm. I'm like, wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I go home and yeah, we did have things that started to crumble and we did get scared and yeah. But at the same time, we, you know, were able to look at that and say, well, you know, we. It had to fall apart to fall into place. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And we were able to bathe. Yeah. We were able to eat. Right. We had clothes on our backs. We had family around us. Right. 
And we we talked about you know hey what happens when we lose this house you sure know? sure uh, yeah and who who do we move in with who your parents tell? or my parents because we didn't tell yeah. anybody yeah what we, was were going. Trying, we were we kept, <laughs> kept it mum is that what happens whenever you just lean onto that faith whenever you feel it you know and, and you might have that conversation of well maybe maybe we should go back to work maybe yeah. we should you know like is that is that what you just lean on you just hold tight to that yeah definitely yeah. um at the end of the day. It all came back to that that conversation in a church in Peru with God hmm. that said, good work for my kingdom. And me at, at that point just saying, you know what, like, I'm yours. Sure. You know, um, I dedicate my life to you. Um, I dedicate my life to your kingdom. Uh, I dedicate my life to your sheep. Yeah. Whatever it takes, no matter where I am, my life is yours and I trust you fully. Um, and it don't matter if I'm in Peru, if I'm in New Kensington, right. sitting in Latrobe. Um, around family, strangers, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Lo- love is love to people mm-hmm. of, of all kinds. So that's really interesting. You bring that up because I have kind of a not as drastic of a story, but a similar story. It's a good story of, of where, like, you know, it's one thing to have salvation, but then there's another like waking up moment where like you figure out your calling. Yeah. And and very similarly, like I felt very kind of dead inside what I was doing and. The real reason is because I wasn't doing the things that I was really meant to be doing. And so I like needed to get to that. I needed to get to that place of kind of being desperate for a drastic change uh, to, to actually be able to make a move. Like, I don't, I don't think if I would have felt better about life, I would have been as willing to make move. And it sounds like you're saying and kind of the same thing. Yeah. And I love it. And it's liberating, ain't it? Isn't it is, it? yeah. So yeah. Michelle said things have to fall apart before they can fall into place, and she's yeah. absolutely right. I mean, you know, you think about, you know, I spent a lifetime of making decisions and choices that may or may not have been the right decisions and choices for me, and they worked out with varying degrees of su- success. Yeah. yeah. But once that I decided to dedicate my life to God and said, "Hey, I'm going to follow you," yeah. Then He says, "All right, now the real work can begin." Sure. And He breaks it all down. And the process breaks me down and rebuilds me. So when I talk about who I was prior to Peru, that was that was the old me. That was an old life. Yeah. yeah. And really, when I when I talk about it, it feels like that that guy's dead. Yeah, yeah. To me, he's, <laughs> he's gone. Sure. It's crazy. The new guy came home from Peru. That old guy, he died there, and I left him there. You know, and the new guy is back from from Peru. He's baptized um, by the name of Jesus Christ, and that that's that's who I belong to now. What advice do you have for anyone who's who's in that situation? They want to leave. They're at a job. They're dead inside. Um, maybe they're afraid to jump. You know, I have to support my family. I need money. I fear the unknown. What advice do you have for anyone who's listening who might be in that situation? Pray. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know it's it's really cliche. You sure. know, um, I I think not only pray. I, I I think that's a huge part of it. But I think you also need to spend some time like in the Word. Yeah. You know, you need you need to open your Bible. Yeah. You know, and you need to sit there and you need to th- talk to God. And, you know, when I grew up, I learned, I learned praying as in, Hey, I'm going to say a Hail Mary. I'm going to say yeah, to our yeah. father. I'm going to, you know, recite these traditional prayers. Um, but I've since learned in in my adulthood to really just get real with God. Yeah. You know, he, he's your, he's your friend, man. He's your, he's your best friend. Right. And you can talk to him like a best friend, hmm. you know, hey, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I did. <laughs> right, no right. joke. So, um, I smoked for a, I don't know how many years, 15 years. I was uh, a pack a day smoker uh, forever. I, I'm uh, This January was two years That's without awesome. a cigarette for me. Uh, but it happened because I was in my car driving to the bank and I, I went to go light up and I swear Jesus was in my passenger seat. And he's just like, really, dude, this again? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, get out of here. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 yeah, I haven't had my coffee yet. yet. Not, now's yeah, not the hold time. On. Yeah. <laughs> Let me pour my coffee. Right. But, um, but, it, and I didn't quit then. Yeah. You know, I still smoked. I was like two more months that I smoked, but then that never left me. Yeah. yeah. That's how I knew it was real. Cause it never left me. Sure, it left sure. an imprint on my, on my being. And, um, yeah, two months, two months later, I, I, I just, one morning woke up and quit. Cold turkey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, no. he he used mints. That works. <laughs> my my yeah. dad used spearmints. Yeah, that's how he and he years absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's about fifteen years. He has. I told him he was spending yeah. more money on mints than cigarettes. Yeah, she actually got mad at me for having mints. <laughs> he had a oh fishbowl filled with spearmints. Yeah, and he just go. And, yeah, I kept bags of them in my car, and as I drove, I just threw them. Right, around. right. We're spending so much. Can you just go back to cigarettes? Yeah, yeah. I, I was literally spending more <laughs> yeah, money right. probably on lifesavers. You're welcome. Right. You're so, welcome. You're welcome, sponsor. 
Yeah, there we go. Another potential. Yeah. So I'm curious what what so what happened? Like you you quit your banking job. Like tell tell us a little bit about like that process as far as you know, like you made this decision, but when did you, you actually tell the bank? And, and, yeah, right. And, and you didn't know what you were going to do next, right? Um, no. So we had, um, like I said, we, we had been making furniture in our basement. Cool. Um, we had a house in Plum. I've been recording bands house. in my basement, so we have a lot in common. <laughs> yeah, basements are where it's at. You guys um, can have like a, a, a woodworking and recording studio at the same, you know. That's like, awesome. Um, we we're recording. Maybe not at the same you. time, but in no. the same location. Yeah. Well, you could, yeah, well I don't know. The, the woodworking stuff could sound pretty cool with some music. That's yeah. true. Yeah. That would work. I'm on. We got I'm something down. here. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, I don't even remember. What was the question again? <laughs> Basically, like, just... So you're back from Peru. Yeah. What happens okay, next? Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I, by the time I got back from Peru, my, my mind was, was set, you know, it was made up. So there was no really deliberating after that. It was as soon as I got back to work, the day I got back, I handed my boss a resignation letter. Wow. And said, the day you got back. Yeah. So um, we got back. Um, it was, it was like a, the first week of August. I got back from Peru and I handed my boss a resignation letter and um, I said, listen, at the end of the month, I'm done. September 1st, I'm out. I'm out? Yeah, and he, he sat me down and he said, you don't want to do this. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's that moment of, he, you don't want to do this, and then you, and then it's, well, no, I do want it. yeah. Yeah, I remember specifically, he took me to Applebee's um, to That's talk to bad. me about it. No, like he's, not, he's a nice guy. Yeah. And um, he had two little girls also. Yeah, yeah. And he said, you know, um, I know it's stressful and, you know, you work hard, but, you know, I work hard too. And he's like, I work hard so that, you know, my daughter's, can have everything they want in the world. Huh. You know, and I think he's trying to appeal to me. Sure. But my, but I was different, right? I came home different. And so I, I yeah. looked at him and I'll, I'll never forget. I said, um, I, I work hard so my daughter knows that she doesn't need everything in the world. You know, or Ooh, something yeah, like that. Right. Yeah, kind of like turn it around <laughs> just yeah. to yeah, show yeah, him sure. that like, hey, like what you're after, these this wealth, the money, you know, you're, you're talking about sure. tangible items. And what I'm saying is you don't need none of that. Sure. You know, you're... Um, you need to start teaching your daughter that yeah, yeah. Uh, she can be happy just sure. following Christ. Essentially. Yeah. Hopefully he's not listening. I doubt he's listening. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't strike me as a podcast kind of guy. Oh, um, the photo that we taught and I, and it's an awesome photo. Like I said, we'll, we'll absolutely post it cause, cause it's a great photo. You, I, what I saw and, and maybe I, maybe I misconstrued it, but, um, you were surrounded by children in the photo with kind of a smile on your face. Um, you said you, you lost your smile, you rediscovered your style, smile, however, you know, however you want to, um, what do you say as someone who might be listening, who, who might've lost their smile, they need to rediscover their, like they're, they're sitting here listening to this right now. And like, man, I'm in that spot right now where you were a couple of years ago, like, and, and they need that moment. The smile that I have is not a, it's not a, a, a physical byproduct of anything that I'm doing yeah. or a, a thought process or anything else. My smile is a genuine smile that comes from my relationship uh, with my heavenly father. And that, that's the peace that he puts in my heart. Um, and the peace that he brings over my, my body is enough to make me smile day in and day out. And um, I, oddly enough, I learned that from Michelle's dad. Um, hi, Mick, if you're listening. Um, they're not listening. Uh, they're in bed. So uh, They're not listening at the moment, so maybe they're listening after. Yeah, yeah is this live? They go to bed no, at no, no, like no, 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 we're not live. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, could still, they still have a handful of hours to listen. Yeah, yeah but anyway, um, <laughs> you know, even yeah. the old me, mm -hmm. I would watch her dad and see the peace that he had. Yeah. And it came from a um, trust in God. Yeah. And uh, I definitely wanted that, you know, and I love, and I love that because I think that's how Christianity works. And I think as, as disciples of God, that's what we're called to do. You know, we don't necessarily need to take people and jam God down their throats. Right. But right. I think by example, You're doing this wrong, whatever, what have right. you. Sure. Right. <laughs> yeah. The but, condemning part. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. But if people want to know where my smile came from, they see the peace that I have. They see that, um, the relationship that I have with, with my wife and my daughter, sure. um, or the people that I work with. Um, that all stems from my relationship with God. And so um, hopefully they see that and that's something they, they want to acquire also. What about the people in general, you know, people who might be listening, they, 
they're in need of a miracle. They're, there are people hurting out there. They're hurting spiritually. They're hurting emotionally. They're hurting physically. You know, maybe those people who, you know, they, they lost their smile in that respect and they just, I need a miracle. I'm hurting, I'm hurting spiritually. I'm hurting physically. I'm hurting emotionally just in in that regard. Yeah. I think it's good to kind of get out of your own, I guess, get out of your own body and try to maybe just do something good for somebody else. Go, you know, make, some people, some peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and give it to them on the street. I mean, we have homeless here, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, or maybe, you know, you go in, uh, like his whole need cafe thing was starting by volunteering at the need community cafe, you know, go and do something good to volunteer. It could be with people. It could be with animals, like whatever you like to do. And, you know, maybe along with prayer and trust, maybe you'll find what you're meant to do too. Yeah. And if it's, you know, if it, if it's healing, you need, yeah, you know, if you're going through financial crisis, um, if you're going through, um, you know, guilt or or shame or whatever it is that you you're dealing with inside, like we we have a God that is a healer, you know, and a God that provides and a God that redeems, you know, so whatever you're feeling now, don't, don't be afraid. I mean, you're, you're worthy and you're, you're loved and you're enough. You know, you're, you're awesome. Something they always say in our church is you're never too far gone. Like you can, you could have done the worst thing in the world, but you're not too far. Yeah. We have a God that specializes in that stuff. Sure. And, um, he just wants to get to know you. And I think, you know, Michelle, you're absolutely right. Get, get involved in some sort of service, um, because there's nothing better for the heart and to provide for others. Um, and I know it's hard if you're, you're depressed if you, or if you're not in that moment where, man, yeah. everyone around me has everything, but I don't have anything. Yeah. And, and it's know, hard to force yourself that, into that. Right. But, but I really think, um, that, that, yeah, that helps for sure. And I think you, you create a relationship with God and, and, and go out there and work for his kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in being sensitive to the people that like, can't like, maybe they have restrictions on being able to get out and, uh, and do anything, but, it can kind of be, that's the dangerous thing about being like in like a bad mental state is that it could be a self-fulfilling prophecy of just not getting, I like you said, outside of your own head. I can't get anything. And this person around me has everything. I mean, I struggle yeah. with depression and anxiety pretty, pretty good sometimes. I mean, sure. I, we're still figuring out, you know, medications and prayers and devotions that work for me. Definitely. And, uh, you know, it, it is hard some days like him and I have had plenty of, I don't want to call them arguments, but disputes about, you know, me not like getting anything done in a day. Like I'll let laundry pile up. I'll let dishes pile up. Um, you know, I, I don't, I, there's some days I didn't do anything, but you know, every day is a, is a new day, even every minute. So if you can, you know, wash one dish or if you can, you know, maybe talk to one friend you haven't talked to in a while, um, you know, just start little by little, you know, you'll, you know, go one step farther every day. Yeah. Is it about kind of saying like, there's a way out of that hurt? Like, I know you're hurt, but you, you know, you don't have to fight anymore. Maybe about like demonstrating love and self-worth. Like, man, I know where you're at right now. I know that you're in it. You don't know how I feel, you know, just kind of the whole back and forth. Like there's a way out of what you're, you know, I guess, can you kind of maybe elaborate on, on, on that in that sense? Um, uh, I think, you know, I know at least for Michelle and I, um, you know, we've, we've been in that place of hurt. Sure. Um, you know, we, we've been depressed. We've been yeah. medicated for, <laughs> yeah, right. um, we've gone through the financial issues and relationship problems and everything else. Um, you, you have to, you have to find self-worth. There, there, it, it's yeah. there and, and it might need, it might mean that you need someone to tell you that, yeah. that you're loved, you yeah. know, and some people don't have that. Um, I think that's one of the biggest things that I try to do, at least where I'm at is, you know, tell people that I love them, yeah. you know, and I'll, I'll find the biggest burliest guy in, in <laughs> yeah, the cafe right. and I'll give him a big hug and yeah, I'll say, right. man, I love you, you sure. know, and he looks at me like, um, uh, you know, all sorts of ways, but, <laughs> yeah, right. um, you know what, he, he needs to hear that too. And, um, you know, if you're, if you're sitting at home right now, if you're, 
you know, debilitated um, through depression or anxiety right. or whatever it is that, that you feel is keeping you there, like, man, you're, you're loved. Yeah, you know, send 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 a message to Dan sure. or or Ben. Absolutely, wherever. Dan's yeah. the best for that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. No, send me a message. Send it send it to Dan before you send it to me. But I'll still encourage <laughs> you too. <laughs> but you know, give you a thumbs up. Hey, uh, I'll even say you, you guys can pass yeah. it along to me, and yeah, I, I would yeah. love to reach out to them, talk Absolutely. to them, pray with them. You know, sure. whatever it may be. But it's um, even the people that know somebody that's in that position that maybe they've just kind of given up. They've invited them sure. to every party. They never come. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, don't give up on them either. Is it? A, yeah. I'm sorry. Is it about offering love and not judgment and, you know, love for others that are in need? And, and, and I, I don't know, this, it's something that bothers me. There's so many people that like, um, they don't, you know, they don't see people who are homeless. They don't see people who are disabled as, as people, but that, you know, it's, uh, is it about, you know, love for others who are in need? You know, somebody needs clothing, somebody needs food, somebody needs jobs. They need help overcoming a drug addiction, they, you know, prayers for grieving failed relationships, you know, like, is it, is it about offering love and, and not judgment and just like, Hey man, like it's going to be okay. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, is that, is that kind of what it's all about? Does that make sense? I mean, for me, that that's really what it boils down sure. to. Um, you know, people turn to drugs and alcohol because, you know, in my opinion, there's there's a place inside of them that, you know, isn't being filled by um, something of sub, uh, uh, something substantial. There's so an emptiness. Yeah. There's an emptiness. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So they're they're turning to these drugs and alcohol to kind of fill that void. Um, and I, I I truly do. I, I I feel that you you can take a person and um, they may they may feel unloved, um, but just stick with them. I, if I can if I can deviate and tell a story real quick. I've had it. Um, so there's a there's a girl at um, that I work with. Yeah. Um, she's 28 years old, six okay. kids. Um, she never really held on a job. Yeah. Kind of just you know lives off whatever she can get from the government. And uh, her family constantly tells her that she's not good enough. Um, Any guy that she's dated has uh, either been abusive verbally or physically. And, um, you know, she always feels indebted to them for whatever. Um, So when she started working with me, she's kind of a little rough around the edges. And so, like, um, we just I just love on her. Yeah, every yeah. every day I love on her. Every day I give her a hug. I tell her I love her. Sure. Um, her kids come in. I hug each one of them. I tell them I love them. Give mm-hmm. them a kiss before they go to school. You know, tell them to be the best they can be that day. Sure. Um, and that sounds so simple and like kind of cheesy, um, but there's a change. I've been working with this girl for almost eight months now, right. and like past two weeks, she's taken her kids to church. You know, you for go. the first time. And the kids are coming in saying, hey, are we going to church today? Yeah, yeah. You know, every day they come in, hey, right, are we right. going to church today? You know, that there's a change in her that she's starting to see toxic relationships around her right. her life. And she's starting to push them out herself. Sure. You know, instead of me saying, hey, like, that guy's no good. You yeah. know, like, he's she's no good to, to you. It. She sees it. She yeah. goes, I don't need that. Like, I'm worth more than this. Right, right. And she's starting to build that self-worth, and she's starting to build that confidence in herself. And because of that, she's changing her life. And what makes it even more exciting is she's not only changing her life, but she's changing the lives of six little kids right now that are going to grow up and break the cycle. You know what? Because her mom was the same way that she was. Her sister going down the same dark path. And she's there, and she's breaking that cycle, and she says, no more. Me and my kids... We're separating ourselves from sure. that. We're changing. We're going to be that change. And then anybody else could, anyone else could listening could do the same thing. There's, you know, you can't, you don't have to follow the same path. You don't have, yeah. No, you can be any, anything you want to be. You want to, you want to change. And now's the time to change mm-hmm. and you can, you can do it and we'll help you. You said you, you've all, your mission is to feed, you've said that your mission is to feed the hungry and minister to those who you interact with, who obviously, you know, in, in that story, um, is it, is it a, a you know, is it a, a thing of like telling them you're amazing, you're beautiful, you're loved exactly what you are? You know, I mean, is that kind of yeah? But it's certainly part of it. Yeah. Um, I, I love that. I love to do that. Sure. Um, I think it shocks people. Yeah, yeah. They're not really expecting to hear, um, you know, especially from from a from a guy like, hey, you're awesome mm-hmm. and you're beautiful and sure. I love you. You know. Yeah. Um, 
But your I, wife's I, right there, man. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't tell her as much as I should. Probably. I, I don't know how many uh, how many people he says this to. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Uh, no. Yeah. Um. But there is uh, there is like a, a definitive mentoring that goes on there also, and yeah. and I think telling them that they're awesome and they're great and everything builds confidence in them and self worth, but it also starts to build a relationship. They start to let their guard down around you. Yeah. Um, because they know that, you know, hey, you're coming from a place of love. You're not coming from a place. I don't expect anything from the, from this person. You know, I, I just want to just love on them and feed them. And uh, when they start letting their guard down, you start building that relationship with them. And it opens up other doors hmm. that you can now um, say, all right, what what do you need in life? You know, what what is it in your life that's holding you back? What what problems do you have? And let, let's sit sure. down and figure them out together. If it's a relationship issue, let's talk it, talk it out. Because you know it's going to come from love. And it's love. not from, you know, it's like, hey, let's help. Yeah. Let's help you. Right. So oddly enough, you know, uh, there's a, um, one of the things I, I've um, been fortunate to identify in New Kensington specifically is that there are um, a lack of father figures mm-hmm. in the families and it really affects the youth males yeah. in the, in the, um, in the city because they are finding role models as every kid does and their role models aren't dad yeah. their role models are rappers and athletes sure. and you know celebrities and it's not always the most wholesome yeah. um, role model to find and so I actually had a meeting this morning with, with a man um, who is currently working to develop um, the the male youth yeah. in mm. the area and we're talking about including mentorships with trusted males that are able to build relationships with these kids so that we can mentor them and counsel them through some of the tough situations that boys go through as they get older and grow up into men. So we want to help raise um, healthy husbands and relationships and uh, fathers for the kids. We want them to be men of the community and men of God. And, and, you know, the only way to do that is to get in there and break the cycle that has been going on for generations and to get to these kids while they're young. And really, like, step in and be that father figure, be that mentor um, that they so desperately need. You, obviously, we said it before, head chef at the Need Community Cafe. Um, how did, you can't, I'm how sorry, did you get there, on. by the way? I don't think we ever stated that in the story. Yeah, we, so. we keep, like, jumping around, but... Yeah. That's where I was headed, but go on. I'm oh, were you? Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, no, go on. Um, yeah, so, essentially, I quit my job, right? Yes. And, um, and that was September. Did you just start volunteer there? Yeah, I guess, how, yeah, go on. September 2017, I quit my job and uh, we just, we decided, Hey, we're, we're just going to kind of like live like gypsies. Like we, we're, I made wood, I made wood furniture in the basement. Michelle did some stuff on the side. And it's awesome work, by the way. Thank you. I saw your hat. Like you literally built a house. Well, that was actually her dad. Um, my that right? dad's yeah. pretty, yeah, That's my awesome. dad's pretty handy. He's a very handy guy. Like too. a bird. Mm-hmm. Ha- I'm sorry. Go on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we, uh, um, we just decided that we were going to, instead of working, you know, a job, we're just going to do a bunch of odd jobs and make mm. money yeah, and pay bills that way. And when money comes in, we'll pay a bill. And when you know money doesn't come in, we'll trust God that money will come in eventually. And, and so, and New Kensington's pretty far at the same, you know, it at, is from at the from time Detroit. we were in Plum. Yeah. Oh, we, okay. we owned a home in Plum. Okay. So it really was only like 15 minutes away. Yeah. Okay. That's not too bad. Um, but, uh, we made it through, uh, September through the end of the year. Yeah doing just odd jobs and woodworking and everything. And then after Christmas, the bottom dropped out, right? No one was looking for Christmas gifts anymore. Yeah. You know, January, February for retail all over is slow and we really didn't manage our money well. Yeah. You yeah. know, we were new to it all. We sure, kind of sure. jumped in. It's hard when you go from that, you know, yeah. That's yeah. Hard. We had a great Christmas. I mean, I, I, plenty of time with my family and everything, but come January, we started to not be able to pay our mortgage. Yeah. He started to kind of be unhappy again yeah, yeah. <laughs> well we started to struggle you know we, we didn't plan for that and um you know i'm sitting there going man man like god i know you told me quit my job and work for your kingdom and and you provide but man you know i quit my job in september and now i can't pay my mortgage and what what's going on and yeah. then i start questioning yeah yeah did i hear god or did i just want to hear something that's and a natural feeling too. right yeah so i started i started to second guess uh myself and second guess god and while i'm saying that, i'm over and over I'm, i remember i was pacing in my bedroom you know i'm thinking man you told me to quit my job and work for your kingdom like where where you at yeah like, yeah I need this. sure and then i realized something i'm sitting here saying you told me to quit my job and work for your kingdom 
I only did half of it. I quit my job, but I've been so absorbed in my own little bubble that I hadn't done anything for his kingdom. How'd you find that realization? Like, I, when did that hit you? I think I, well, when I was pacing, I just yeah. kept saying it over and over again. And I'm like, wait a minute, what am I saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't done anything. Yeah. You know, and I, I've just been selfish and I've been taking the blessings, but I haven't given in yeah. any blessings back. I don't even think we were tithing at that time. We had stopped because we were trying to just pay trying bills. To save yeah, yeah, just definitely. trying to um, stay afloat. And so... Um, I said, well, first of all, I, I got to find a job. Yeah. You know, we're, we're thinking fast and I got to find a job quickly. So I started hitting job boards, but I was like, you know, well, while I'm doing that, I can't just sit around the house because I had no woodworking orders coming in. Yeah. I was just sitting there and I was like, I can't just sit around the house. I'm driving myself nuts. I got to go volunteer somewhere. Yeah. And so I used to be a chef back in the day. I don't know if you know that, but I used to be a chef back in the day prior to banking. And, um, I, uh, I said, well, I'm going to go work for like a soup kitchen. And I'll just go like chop onions and do stuff like that. And, you know, it's mindless and I'll enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and just comes easy to you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. It's a skill that I already have. And so um, I started looking for soup kitchens and none of them were really running as often as I'd want to volunteer. Yeah. And so um, I was just Googling and I found the Need Community Cafe in New Kensington. And they the way you sign up is right online. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I could sign up for a shift. I didn't have to call someone and say, hey, I want to come down. When are you open? Where do I get in? It was 15 minutes away. I could sign up online. They were open every day. And I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. So um, at the time, Michelle and I are, are small group leaders for our church, right? Yeah. Doing a Bible study on uh, Galatians. And so the night before I went to volunteer for the first time, I'm reading Galatians. And I'm just kind of preparing for our... our I think that was in my app today. I think Galatians... I'm sorry, go on. Yeah, I think it might have been. You're, if it's the same, if the Bible app, yeah, it's Galatians, yeah, yeah. Galatians yeah, it 5, was. I think. That's, yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah, that's right. right. Go on, I'm sorry. Um, and it was about love, too, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Which is, right, the same. Loving your neighbor, I think. You're right, yeah. Um, which fits right into... Totally. They must be <laughs> thinking of the podcast. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> or the other way around. You need to go, go work on. at that soup kitchen, Dan. That's right. Well, <laughs> I can't... You don't want me in a kitchen. <laughs> go on. I'm sorry. Um, so the night before I go to volunteer, I'm reading, I'm reading Galatians. And again, I hear God. Yeah. Mm. And this time he's saying, go work for them. Oh, huh. yeah, right. <laughs> and I'm going, listen, man, like, I, I don't even, I've never been in this place. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, I did read up on them a little bit because I, I was curious. Sure, as you to how they work. a little bit, yeah. And they had two paid positions only. And they were both yeah. filled. And I was like, listen, like they ain't hiring. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah. No, yeah. They only got two paid positions. They're both filled. They're happy. They're doing, they're doing sure, their thing. Sure, sure. And I said, uh, you know, I kind of dismissed it. Whatever. Yeah, right. So I, I go in the next day and I volunteer and I'm working with the chef there. We're having a good time and um, he's happy because I, I know how to cook. You yeah, know, and right. I have some yeah. life skills. You don't have to babysit me. And right. so I was like, man, I was like, this is refreshing. I was like, I'm really mm-hmm. enjoying this. He said, yeah, well, don't get too used to it because I just put in my, re- my resignation. <laughs> and I went, what? And he said, yeah. I said, hey, uh, do you need any help tomorrow? Yeah. He said, yeah, come down. I said, okay. <laughs> so I go home. I'm typing away on my computer, sprucing up my resume. Yeah. And Michelle's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I got to take my resume to work tomorrow. Or to not to work. It wasn't even work then. Yeah. I got to take yeah. my resume to this cafe tomorrow. She's like, you're going back? I was like, yeah, I got to go back and I got to take my resume. She's like, why? I was like, I don't know. God's telling me to take my resume to this, to yeah, this yeah. Uh, cafe. So I take, the next day I go back in. I have my resume on my hand. I leave it in the car. You know, because I didn't want to be like... Hey there. Um, yeah, like here's my Here resume. Here to volunteer. Right. And by the way, here's right. my resume. Yeah. You never met me. Here's my resume. Um, I left it in the car and I, I worked most of the day. And at one point, um, the founders um, came in. They're Mary and Kevin, their husband and wife, they founded the cafe. And uh, Mary just asked me to carry something for her, so I'm carrying it. And I'm like, hey, listen, like I, I heard uh, your chef just put in his resignation. She's like, yeah. I said, well, what are you going to do? Hmm. She's like, I don't know take applications and you know like interview people sure and i was like oh i was like well i was like i have some cooking experience you know i can right, help right. you out and you know i actually got my resume in my car if you want to see it. and she's like yeah give it to me and you know i'll review it and if we think you're a good fit i'll call you in for an interview sure sure and i was like okay that's fine but because you know i was like in peru and i i heard god tell me to quit my job and i used to work at a bank and so i came <laughs> home and i quit my job and now god's telling me to come work for his kingdom and i ended up at this cafe and god told me that i need to come work for you so i brought my resume but i know there's no open positions but then your chef just quit and she's like wait a minute you you're in peru i said yeah and just then like kevin her husband walked past and she goes hey kev she said uh jeff here he was in peru and he heard god call him and tell him to quit his job and come work for us 
And Kevin turned around real quick and she goes, you know, just like when you were in Dominican Republic on a mission trip and God called you to open this cafe. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's like, hi, I'm Kevin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, hurry up. Hi. Yeah. And so Hello. we talked for a little bit and I was like, all right, I, I'm going to go back to cooking. You know, so I went back to cooking and like later on he chased me. I was taking out garbage. He chased me down and he said, Hey, can you go for, uh, uh, uh or can you sign us for a criminal background check and all that? Yeah. And, yeah. You know, pretty much like I'm hiring you on the Sure. Spot. Sure. So what I didn't know at the time was that, um, the, the night that I was reading Galatians and I heard God tell me to go work for him, Mary and Kevin were at home praying that uh, someone would walk in to run their kitchen because their chef quit and they don't really have restaurant experience and they didn't know how to run a kitchen. <laughs> so at the same time they were praying for it, God's telling me, Hey, go over yeah, there. Right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm That's pushing you in this direction. And so, um, after that it was just like, like it was meant to be, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like there's that's no, <laughs> that's how I ended up at the cafe, um, working full time. Yeah. That's, that's incredible. That's crazy. Yeah, that, that's all the time we have for this week, but tune in next time as we finish Jeff's story on the next exciting episode of the dream Mob podcast. We'll see you next time.